Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Welcome to the Women in Business radio show with Sean Murphy, connecting women in business around the globe. Hello and welcome into the Women in Business radio show studio. I'm laughing already. <laughs> I've got no idea what I'm laughing at. It's because I'm, 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 I'm trying to see Adele here through bottles of water and bananas and phones and goodness knows what else. But what did I say there? I said I'm, I'm trying to see Adele. So Adele Martin is <laughs> back in the studio <laughs> in her role as co-host. So welcome hey, back, it's Adele. Nice to be back. Nice yes, to be back. You, you've, you've had an interesting time, mm, haven't you? We'll be I hearing have. about, we'll be hearing about <laughs> that later. Let me introduce who else is in the studio. We have got Julia Crawford of People Pillar, um, who is our special guest for in, in the studio today. Also with us, we have Natalie Banks, who is the owner of the private care company called D Dignity Home Care. And we are going to be having a just sort of a bit of a discussion about now we've been having a discussion about what we're going to be having a discussion about because it's really really boring um the type we've got a terrible title and it's called overcoming your hr challenges <laughs> now in actual fact that may sound terrible but i think hr human resources is possibly one of the most, I don't know, what would you call it? Most troublesome, challenging, funny, just everything. One of the most interesting topics and one of the most frustrating things that I think sometimes we have to do in business. So I'm really quite ashamed of having come up with such a desperately dull, <laughs> <laughs> such a desperately dull title. However, it is only a working title. And you know what it's like on this show? We never oh. quite know what we're doing, do we? So we will be, we'll just see what let happens. Flow. Let it flow. We get we'll, we'll let it flow. We'll, we'll see what happens so Adele do you want to start off by just saying how people can listen to us yes because they are, we, we know that you are listening to us if you're hearing <laughs> this you are actually listening to us now um, yes. but we have other ways that you can listen to us absolutely the most exciting one I found out today and I have actually put on Instagram is we're now live on 100.2 FM they've allowed us to go live 
Yeah, well, we're already live on Channel Radio, yeah, so so yeah. yeah. But Excellent. now 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 we're out there on FM as yeah, well, and I put it on Instagram. So yes, yeah, so we've done that. But if you want to listen to us on replay, then we're in the usual places. We're on iTunes, we're on Audible, we're on Spreaker, we're in all the usual places where you would listen to your podcast. You can also listen to us on Alexa. You can, yeah, you can. We enable the uh, yeah mini business, yeah. Okay, so all sorts of exciting things going on. Um, have we got any announcements apart from how you can now listen to us? You can talk just do a little bit about the Women yeah. in Business Big Show. We have the Women in Business Big Show on the 10th of August. And I just, do you know what? We're in June, so it's just come around so quickly. But we were talking before the show, and I don't know, this one's going to feel really good. There's lots of amazing exhibitors. We've got a couple in the room. Um, I'm talking to a lot, lots of women about it. So, yeah, we're at the 10th of August in the Longfield Academy. So, easy access routes to get down to us from London. All around the southeast, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. One. Know, it's, it's really building up momentum, yeah, it isn't is, it? Sort yeah, of, there's a, there's a, a real buzz about mm. it, and we're also being it, it's got through into sort of Essex and London yeah. and all of that sort of thing. Mm. So, and we haven't started doing any of the main promotion no, yet. No, so, no, it's just that word of mouth, and I think I think it for me it has taken time for confidence to come back to get out and exhibit post post you know COVID talking mm. about it. I think last year we were getting there, but I think this year the momentum is actually yes, we're back we're going to come back stronger so all the women are like yeah I'm ready for this mm. so yeah it's a real it, vibe it feels it feels very different yeah, doesn't it, does. it? and I'm it noticing does. that also with um, I'm say other networking events the Women in Business Big Show is a bit more than networking yeah. there's exhibitors there there's speakers and, and there's just networking we've got organised networking mm. um, but there's also just networking which is just you know yeah. sort of going around and making connections but out at the more sort of organ, you know sort of where, where you're just going to an event which is just networking finding there's a lot more of a, a sort of a vibe and a buzz yeah. i think people are a lot more relaxed yeah. um and i don't know because i haven't asked anybody actually mm. um you know as to why that might be i'm noticing that there's a few more people there yeah new faces as well there you know and i think for me it shows you how many sort of startups there was in that period mm. but also some some of us there's still that uncertainty um it's still tough out there from economic point of view and i do believe that when we come together and network and share our concerns about rising utility bills and running a business and trying to you know you know share into your services i think women are coming together in a much more confident and stronger way mm. and i really like that one of the things i am noticing and if you also run events or you you sort of run i can't come up with another word apart from things <laughs> where <laughs> where you need to organise other people. One of the things that I'm noticing and one of the things that I'm also, that other people are saying to me is that when you're trying to organise events, when you're trying to organise things that involve other people, it's a little tricky at the moment yeah. with people sending their stuff through. Mm -hmm. You know, they're sort of quite happy to, to be there and to become involved, but then actually getting information from people is just proving, I don't know, I, I don't know if people have got too much to do, if they're prioritising things, I just don't know, but getting information out of people's heads and actually sent in just seems to be challenging yeah and i absolutely because i run events and it, that is really challenging so i'm more conscious when people ask for me but i've got sort of standard little, little templates that i've set up then someone says can i have a bio i can cut and paste mm. it i can do that and if i said can i have it shorter or longer then do that but sometimes i'm finding the same so i'm quite mindful when people ask for mm. me for information i but i have got a little template yeah but up. you see you're ridiculously organized yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that, that, that these are just honestly 
honestly just slap her sometimes um but these are people who i know are sort of organized because i've had information from them before and they this is just i don't know i don't know why it's happening i don't know if people are forgetful but if you are running events or if you're trying to get information out of people for whatever reason you know if you think you've got a client coming on board and they haven't done it mm. you know and that's the other thing that we've yeah. noticed because we have um a wordpress business as well so we do local seo is that um People are coming and saying, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't done that. Here it is. And they're sort of conscious that they should have done this last week. So if you are working with people, if it's clients that you know you, you need information from, if you run events and you need information from your speakers, your exhibitors and all of that sort of thing, just bear in mind that there may be, before you sort of throw all your toys out the pram, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there may be a little bit of a theme going on sort of across the board and other people may be affected. And there may be this, I don't know, should we call it collective incompetence? Yeah. I've certainly... <laughs> I've, cer- I've certainly yeah. got it. Which, for actually, for the simple things, is what I'm mm. noticing. Mm. Is is I'm letting the simple things sort of slip. Yeah. Actually, the little things. Oh, I, okay. I'll do that later, or I'll do that when I'm having a little bit of downtime. When I'm in, I have stupid hours. Mm. I have stuff. I have I have stuff that I leave for when I'm being daft. Mm. And I think, oh, that'll be okay. I can do that when I'm daft. Mm. Um, and and it could be a little bit of that yeah. going on. Don't know. Mm. So just, uh, just, just be, just, I, I have, every now and then I have them. Just, <laughs> <laughs> not often, just, just, just every now and then. So I think that's it now. That's, then we've done our announcements and our carry on. If I could read what we're doing next, I, it would, life would be so much simpler. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We are going to introduce Julia Crawford of People Pillar properly into the studio. So welcome, Julia. Good morning. Nice to be here. And what we like to do when we, just, just as we're sort of getting going, is ask you just to tell us a little bit, of, give us, tell us your story, basically. What we want is for people who are listening in to be able to understand who you are, where you come from, who you work with, and what you do for them. That helps us to put everything that you talk about afterwards. <laughs> it's, it's really helpful to get you in, get for people to get you into some sort of context. I'm not having it today, but it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. It's <laughs> mouth not engaged. Julia, tell us how you got to where you are now. So, 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 where to start? I started um, my career in HR about 20 years ago, which seems a very long time ago now. Um, variety of different sectors and kind of built my way up. And then I've spent the last uh, about 16 years in the public sector. Um, my last role was um, head of HR for a HR shared service, working with three local authorities in Kent. Um, I'd been doing that for a long time, and it was one of those things of I'd really love to have a change, but you kind of have that stability of of, of employment and actually mm-hmm. being paid on a regular basis. But I'd always wanted to actually run my own business, so I kind of put the bit the bullet not a bit the bullet in um when would that been in 2020 and I was going to launch my business in April 2020 and then it all went (laughs) went a bit wrong um so I actually I I got a little bit impatient and thought right I'm just going to go for it I I started my business in July 2020 I was still working part-time at the time so I took the view that I would build up my business while still having that bit of stability of of part-time employment which worked well it was hard. It was really, really hard. I don't know if that was due to COVID or even just... When you say it was hard, what was hard? 
what was hard that's really everything I'd say I think it's you know suddenly having um, having a business where in the past I've literally had this big team around you so you had you, IT support yes. it's a really good example <laughs> that hello IT IT <laughs> And, and it's always one of those things that when you're working with kind of, uh, when you've got an IT team, they're, you're, you're just constantly putting them down or just being told to switch it on, switch it off. So that you kind of have this really negative opinion until you don't have that support. And, and, you, and you lose three days work because you, because you can't get the computer Absolutely. to work or the internet doesn't work. And yes. yeah, okay. Yes. And I thought, no, it's fine. I can do it. You know, I'm, I'm quite technical. Um, so I, I, I managed and it was fine just for myself I'll, I'll come on to that in a minute but yeah so I, so and also just things like doing marketing and I built my own website at the time um which I was so proud of um and I've since then got somebody else to do it because I kind of got to a point where I can't really do much you know, mm. my, my my understanding and knowledge has kind of gone out the window at that point um but yeah I think it was hard just from a a, a time point of view as well so working part-time and, and trying to grow a business I think I was working stupid amounts of hours at least seven days a week trying to get get that first client on board um and then that first client came on um who is still my client now and has formed a fantastic working relationship um and she's been absolutely brilliant um so since then i um so we work with small and medium-sized businesses. So it could be startups taking on their first employees, so helping them with that recruitment, helping them go through that process and making sure they're doing what they need to do and getting it right and just giving a bit of hand-holding and confidence through to slightly bigger businesses so we can help them with their day-to-day -day HR. So that could be looking at the HR administration, so the starters, leavers, recruitment, if things are going a little bit wrong, so if they've got any um, disciplinaries or grievances or they've got somebody on long-term sick and needs some support. Um, or what we're doing quite a bit of at the moment, unfortunately, is either restructures or redundancy support. So quite, quite a mixture of things. And then through to either clients who are looking to to grow or scale their business or who are just a bit bigger we provide strategic hr so this would be very much looking at where do they want their business to be going and what can we do to help them get their people there with them um so i kind of describe it as the full spectrum of hr um so that was that was when i started and then in September 21 I, I managed to get myself made redundant which was fantastic <laughs> oh well done <laughs> so I think you know if your head of HR can't do that who can so it, it's one of those things which meant I could then focus on people pillar full time and it was sort of full steam ahead since since then um I gradually going back to your point around what was difficult I always knew I was going to need some support running a business and you know in ter terms of things like admin um just keeping on top of things, I think, um, and coming from always having that team around you to it just being me, it was, mm. yeah, that, that's that's not going to work. Um, so I very quickly started working with some freelancers and associates until this time last year, I got to the point where I was, I had, I was working with about six, I think, all with different skill sets and backgrounds um, and formed a really good team. But actually, it got quite difficult managing a large quite a large number of freelancers so I thought right I am denied for a, <laughs> a very long time and then decided to take my first employee on in July which was the best decision ever um 
Siobhan joined the team. I'd worked with Siobhan previously, so it was a little bit less less scary. Mm. Um, but she came on board and the business has just leapt forward since then. I want to pull you back onto some terms, yeah. please. So you spoke, you, you said you took on some freelancers and some associates. Yeah. What's the difference between the two for you? There isn't really a huge amount of difference, I think. Some people are set up purely on a freelance basis um, who would come in and do a piece of work for me. So you quite often get virtual assistants and things like that who do a number of hours, whatever is a month for you. The associates are more, um, typically I'd describe associates more as as other HR consultants who would come in under my people. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Pillar banner and work on as part of my team. Mm. Um, but it's essentially they're freelancers as well. It's, yeah. it, it is the same really, just a slightly different arrangement. And then eventually you decided to employ somebody yes. and you said sort of, you know, it, it was quite scary. So why, as somebody who... No, <laughs> no, 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 this, no, actually this is a really, this is, this is a, a genuine question um, because I think a lot of people fall into a trap of just taking on their first employee without actually considering what what could happen around that. Yep. Whereas you, as an HR specialist, sort of went with the freelancers and associates and then, after a while, took on an employee. So what is it that people need to be, um, let's not call it scared, let's aware of when when they're taking on their first employee so why was it you held out what was it that you needed to get in place i think i needed to get my head around the fact that i was now going to be responsible for somebody and now be responsible for somebody paying the mortgage or paying the rent whereas actually the arrangement with with the with the freelancers is actually the work is there or next month it might not be there so it was it was making sure I had that that regular, steady income from clients, mm. which I knew I had. Um, I think it was a, a big part of that that kind of indecision was also what sort of person do I actually need? Is it is it bringing somebody on board who was more of an administrator, um, or was it somebody who had like a good HR background who could also help? manage clients and support clients as well um so i think 
I almost had to work through a little bit what what sort of person and what sort of skills and what work they would do. And this is what I advise clients to do when they are taking on their first employees, almost spend, whether it's two, three, four weeks, whatever that is, keeping a bit of a diary of all of the activities that you're doing. Um, and then once you've done that exercise, you can start putting into different piles of actually is that something that you as the business owner absolutely have to do and really challenge yourself on that because some of it might be around control but you don't necessarily have to do it um then there's other things which are the more um administrative type tasks or the more routine repetitive tasks and that that's when i'd say actually that's a really good time to consider a virtual assistant that they can take whether that's doing your invoicing, your email management, whatever that may well be, but the stuff that takes quite a bit of time, you either really don't enjoy or you're not very good at. Um, and I think part of that, that being a business owner is, is admitting, actually, I'm not great at that. Or, mm. And, and that's, that's, not, that's not always an easy thing to do. I think you think you have to be great at everything. Um, but what you need to do as a business owner is focus on why you're running your business why and what you're really good at and what you're passionate about doing and don't get too bogged down in stuff that that bores you or you don't enjoy or you find hard that's a really a really key point it's probably one of the traps that i fell into to do everything and i was having a discussion um with my own daughter actually about it and she saw something a solution that was really cheap or do it but there could be a more expensive option so sometimes you do it all because you're worried about your cash flow yeah and you or and then you buy cheap alternative my mum told me a long time buy cheap buy twice um and it's getting them people to sit back yeah. and i said to my daughter <coughs> learn from me i can't i'm actually having a conversation with millie now about it to say actually just step back and say actually although you think it's a cost the long-term cost you better to look at investment but i talk Absolutely. to a lot of women who do everything because they're scared about spending the money or securing something so they think yeah, in the short definitely. term it's easier but we know it's not mm. and it's for me do you find that is how to help women sort of through that absolutely yeah. and uh, you know i completely agree that you do have to be mindful of your cash yeah. flow mm. but you also um you have to speculate to accumulate exactly. that actually you have to think and some things it was taking me i don't know it could take me three hours <laughs> to do something and i was getting so irritated with it and annoyed with myself it's like i don't understand why it's taking this but, long but sometimes that's how we procrastinate it is. isn't it it's like oh i'm really busy i haven't got time to do anything like that really makes a difference because i just need to clean this toilet <laughs> Uh, absolutely and and actually i think part of it is that realization of no this is just stupid this this is this is just bonkers mm. why why am i doing this when actually i could pay a virtual assistant x amount and then that frees me up time to actually mm. go and work with my clients and do the stuff i enjoy doing <laughs> and I, I th but i think there's there's two things my accountant who i'm not going to name but she, but she, they, it's not just one woman, it's they have quite a big team, is always right. <laughs> <laughs> and what she says is, do it. The money will arrive. Yeah, yeah. yeah just do it. Yeah. The money is, will we, yeah. come in and fill that gap. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing, I've completely forgotten... <laughs> But I'm sure it was going to be... It would have been really important. It, it was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely brilliant. But, 
Um, I, I think I think this was it actually. We'll see how brilliant it is. Is about making sure that you are actually genuinely in that space where you're able to hand that job over. Yeah. Um, and and that you've got your processes in place that you've really thought it through and that also it's a complete job yeah because one of the things that I, I'm not very good at letting go and one of the things that I found was that I, I, it wasn't actually a complete job I couldn't draw a circle around it it sort of weaved into everything else um, and there were all these little, like spider threads of things that you, you meant you couldn't actually hand it over um, without the, this person keep coming back to you and going, but what about, and I haven't got, and is there, and yeah. where is, and so now what I do is say, actually, this is a complete job. You've got everything that you need to do this in this process. There isn't anything else that's needed for you to complete this. So you can do that, and then we can add something else in. And I think, I think if, you, mm. if, if you haven't got it where you can go, there you go, and you've got a process that actually you spend weeks in this sort of frustrating thing of this person can't do this, I knew I could do better. Yeah, <laughs> See, yeah. only I can do this. Yeah. And actually you're, you're wasting money effectively. Definitely. And time and, and, and so much frustration. Yeah. Mm. And I think that, again, you've, you have got a bit of a challenge where if you are on your own, it's... It's how can you prepare as much as possible for that first for that first employee. So mm. exactly as you've just said there around your processes, you in an ideal world you'd have all of your processes set out and you know all of your ways of working and your files all sorted. But when it's just you, you just do what you have to do and work as work as work as you work and the work how you like to work. And then when you've got somebody else who comes in, it's like. Ooh, that, that doesn't quite make sense. I'll tell you one thing that I've learnt, though, is that if I don't record... So, so in order to perhaps create a process, you need, to, um, you need to record what you're doing and you need to make sure you make notes and you need yeah. to make sure you put it, something into your calendar if, when it needs to go in there or you, you write down that this job needs to be done and how to do it. And when I found that when I'm going, oh, rush, 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 I haven't got time to record all of that, let me just do it, actually it ends up... Just for me, it ends up chaotic later. Yeah. And I'm going, well, where did I put that? Did I write it down have I found them have I done that is it booked in and so you sort of have to rein yourself in and make sure it works for you first yes because if it doesn't work for you you can't just hand over this pile of crap unless unless the person you're bringing on <laughs> is a sorter is a <laughs> <laughs> and that is their first job of actually helping helping yes. you get yourself yeah. sorted um but I, yeah, ideally you'd have all of those foundations sorted. Yeah. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't always work like that. And to be fair, it wasn't like that with no, me. No, but I think it's the knowledge. Yes. I think it's. I think it's. There's a difference between going. Actually, this yeah. is chaotic. I need somebody to come in and help me sort the chaos out. Yeah. And saying I need somebody to help me sort my emails out. And handing over this sort of bucket of crap. Yeah. And somehow Definitely. expecting them to know what to do with all of these emails that you reply yeah. to that or you do that or you book that person in and and just expecting them to somehow get this by osmosis. So you have to know, I think, where yes. you are. And I think that comes from, you do need to do some planning. You do mm. need to do that bit of prep of, yeah, it comes down to working out what, what's going to sit with you as the owner. What's, what can you outsource to like a VA or, or whatever, whoever that may well be. It could be some marketing support, whatever it is. Um, and then what's going to be left for this new person. Um, and then I think once you've got that, that idea of what they're going to be doing you can then put some bit of structure around it and then start mm. doing some research of the types of the types of skills or qualifications that you need you'll probably have a good understanding anyway um but you know you can you can quite easily do that research online and then 
and then you're in a good place because you know what's what needs to still stay with you because it's really important um mm. and i think it is it is sometimes keeping the things that you enjoy doing as well because otherwise why did you start your why, business why, yeah. <laughs> um can we touch very briefly on some of the 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 I think it's scary enough worrying that you're not going to be able to pay somebody and that they won't be able to pay the mortgage and them and all of their children are going to be thrown out. <laughs> and it'll all be your fault. Yes, they're going to be thrown out onto the street. <laughs> and, and it will all be down to you. Um, but is there anything else that perhaps either does stop people, any other fears that are sort of realistic that do stop people perhaps taking on an employee? Um, or that they should just be aware and ready for, which is the sort of thing where they may need some HR, human resources support. Yeah, so I think, I mean, there's some real key things that they need to have in place when taking on a new starter, and this is where it comes down to the boring stuff. (laughs) Mm. Um, and there's no there's no ways around it. Yes, but it's it. the sort of thing that, if you're not careful, can become incredibly interesting, can't exactly. it? Exactly, <laughs> and it is. And it's things like having... having um, there's some certain policies that you need in place, you need a contract. Um, it depends what size you get to, but, you know, as you start to grow as a business, there's other policies you need in place. But, yes, there, there isn't a huge amount, to be fair, but without a contract, without... Um, without two or three policies that you legally need to uh, require. So, I mean, we're, we're in the UK. If you're yeah. listening in the US, it may well be that the yeah. names of these yes. are different, but I think that the, the principles are going to be the same and that you will probably find that you need yeah. to have these. So what are the sort of key policies that you need to have in place, even if you're just taking, you're taking on one employee? So first employee, they need a contract of employment that's issued um, on or before the, before the first day, um, and there's a whole load of things that have to be included in that. Um, and also the contract is a really good starting point of setting up that employment relationship. So, yeah, absolutely. You can Google it, download something online. But actually, generally, those types of those types of um, documents are really very legalistic and aren't that easy to understand. Um, so you want something that's in the tone of of your business and actually include some of the things that's going to protect you as a business owner mm. and 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 the employee as well it's it's both sides it's not just all one sided so if there's things around um any particular uh, what's called restrictive covenants around um non compete clauses or protecting your information and your um the your intellectual property so a, non, a non-compete compete clause i think it's it's probably quite obvious yeah. but but sometimes things are quite obvious and they're not what we think they are so would i be right in thinking a non-complete co- compete clause is if that person leaves goes to another employer yeah. that is similar to you or they decide to set up their own business that they can't go and pass all of your existing client details over yeah or they can't set up in direct competition. I suppose whatever it is that you decide yeah. is is relevant for you, that yeah. they can't just take all of your processes and set themselves up in exactly the same marketing yeah. agency exactly. or, or whatever. Or poach your clients, yeah. poach your staff, those sorts of things. And they need to have they need to be fair and not you know, not for two years or mm. anything, you know, they they need to to not restrict people from finding other employment. Um, but it also needs to be right for the role. It's you know there are some roles where you, you don't need non-compete clauses mm. if actually they could just walk down the road and get a similar job. You know, it depends on the nature of the role, yeah. which is why it's important that you do have a, a contract that's bespoke to your business mm. um, and fits your culture. 
which you might not know at that point if it is just your first employee. Are there any other policies that they need to sort yeah, of have? So they, um, it, sounds, it sounds crazy to have it from day one, but they need disciplinary and a grievance policy mm. um, and data protection, um, mm. which also talks about employee, um, employee details and data. As an absolute minimum, that's about it. Um, there are other ones which are really beneficial, things like around equal opportunities. Um, and again, it depends on the, on the type of business yeah. that you have. Um, but until they all get to five employees, they at that point need a health and safety policy. So they're the absolute, they're the legal ones mm. um, that are required. Mm. And it's really, again, it's people putting time aside to put in those policies. Yeah. Because sometimes people get to those policies in, rea in reaction to yes, an issue. definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And sometimes... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For us as business women, it's putting time aside for, for elements like that that you don't know how protected you are. Same as your terms and conditions. I talk to women about, have you got your T's and C's in place? Oh, yeah, it'd be fine because most people I know. And are they friends? Or, they're friends. Yeah. Oh, it's friends. And I, actually, I've got friends. I tell you what, friends and family. Family. The worst. Oh, my <laughs> God. Shareholder <laughs> agreements and all that sorts of things. And I say to women, oh, yeah, but it's going to cost money and time yeah. and I and sometimes you know I just find that quite quite challenging to actually you don't know when you need them until you need them exactly that and and to be honest you only really look at a contract when something's <laughs> gone, gone wrong, wrong. <laughs> or someone's leaving yeah. um yeah. but yeah it is important and it'd be one of those things that then gets filed but but that's but it. it's there it's it's there. It's, it's, yeah. it's there if you need it yeah let's we, we'll come around I, I nearly said swing round onto that again I'm, I'm, I'm it's just jargon jargon all the way isn't it um We'll we'll come back and touch very briefly on that again. But what we want to do is to sort of tap into your brain and what okay. you do as <laughs> as as a as a businesswoman. So, um, do you want to start off with some of the the going round the you know stuff that we do whilst I try and read this? Yeah. What have I learned this week? Yes. <laughs> start, 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 start with that. Oh, what have I? Oh. <laughs> what have I? 
Oh dear, oh, there's so many, so many. What, what have I learnt this week? I think the biggest thing I've learnt this week is I've managed to survive without any data and broadband <laughs> while I move into my new property. And, and what I've learnt this week is I actually don't have to be as fully connected as I thought I did. Okay, and that when I have finally landed somewhere like a coffee shop with Wi-Fi to do my day job, do you know what? No one's died. No one's needed anything. Yeah. So I've been, I've been, I've got, I've got until Friday when it's fixed. But that's the biggest thing I've learned this week actually is I was scared. I, I was really surprised how connected I was when I really didn't need to be. That's my biggest mm. lessons learned, and that is forced. That is not by choice. So I've been mm. forced down there. I've rinsed all my data, and I've got no broadband till Friday. And it wasn't that it, it was not the disaster you thought it was no, going it to be. No, it wasn't. Julia, what have you learned this week? Oh, well, there have been quite a few learnings, but I think um, my, my main learning is, right, how can I actually um, get, into a, uh, get into a better space? And I'm going on holiday the week after next, and I can't, absolutely can't wait. But there's a lot that needs to be done before that. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it like that when you were working? I know. Wasn't it? I, I remember when I was still employed and I was in local government that there'd be this holiday date and suddenly, it's, I don't know how I was going to get it all done. And I'd get to the end of it and there was stuff that hadn't happened. And do you know, it didn't matter. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. <laughs> You know, so, um, yeah, I think Siobhan's going to kill me if I start taking away any more work in the next week or so, but um, but that's fine. So what I've learned from that, actually, I was listening to um, uh, an audio book the other, this week, actually, and what I don't do is I don't plan in holidays for the year, um, which sounds really stupid, sounds really simple, mm. but as a result, you then don't take many holidays. No. Um, and... You know, I, although I have that control over when I work because it's my business, I still don't take mm. time off. I don't schedule a day. You know, I rush around to take the dogs out or picking my daughter up from school and things like that. But I don't. Oh, I'm going to have Friday off this week. I just don't do it. Um, or do you know what? I'm going to have next week off. Or I'm going to be off. I'm, mm. I just don't do it. And I think the thing is, if you don't actually plan it in, it doesn't happen. You, well, not yet. Yeah, or or it happens when you really don't want it to yes. happen because you've reached break point. Yeah. yeah. And you, it's just all gone horribly wrong, and you just have to stop because you're forced to, and you you end up stopping at the wrong time. Absolutely. And I think so. Yes, yeah, so that was a big that. It is a big learning, and a, or a big realization that that I'm the one that's in control of it um, mm. and it's my diary and I can do what I want with my diary but I need to actually be a bit more proactive with it mm. yeah no I, I like that one what's what, what, where are we on to that we, it was what are, what are you reading or listening to we'll include you this time um, oh god am I reading this into at the moment um, I am listening to a audio book on the impact of blood glucose levels it's because i'm doing some more research on food mm -hmm. so i'm listening to um how to manage that especially with concentration levels um with brain fog etc because obviously i work with a certain age group mm -hmm. of population of women helping them through their hormones and i've been doing a lot of research on the impact of glucose and how to eat off your plate or, you know, you know me, I'm always looking at that and the order in which to eat off of your plate to help manage this spike of glucose. Mm. Which Wine first. Vegetables. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's to really help with that, for me, having that ability to is it, are you? Is it the glucose goddess you're reading? Yeah, yes. Sorry, did I steal your thunder? <laughs> <laughs> I've been... Uh, 
um, up until I've been oh, up until my show, which I'll, I'll share later. I was doing 80 minutes of cardio a day. That's a lot of content to consume. So I've been doing a hell of a lot of research on the impact of food on our bodies, and um, yeah, and the whole glucose. Um, spike element, especially for my the population of women I coach, has been really interesting. And the more you learn, the more you realise you need to learn. So mm. I have lots of books stacked up on that. But she, I like the way she makes it simple. So yeah, mm. that's what I've been watching and listening and reading and consuming. <laughs> Julia, what have you been reading? Um, at the moment, <laughs> see, I, I like I love books. I absolutely love reading. Um, and I, I oh, I'm going to buy that one. You just it's too easy just to <laughs> click, isn't it? And then. I don't always get the time to, to do it. So, okay, and I think I'm just late to the I'm just late to the party in a lot of this audiobooks. Hmm. Just brilliant. Um, so I've been listening to an audiobook this week uh, whilst taking the dogs out. It's got to be on like faster speed. I can't do it at normal speed. Yeah, it just yeah. gets irritated. Yeah, I'm, like I'm like that. I'm like that. Two times per I do it. Yeah. On, I do it on videos yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and then they just sound really squeaky, don't they? Yeah. Um, but what I'm listening to at the moment is a book called Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley, oh, which is mm. just amazing. <laughs> um, I've, I've bought all his books, but I thought I'm just not sitting down to actually read them, so I thought I'm going to listen to one instead. And um, it's just. So what I'm doing, I'm trying to walk the dogs, listen to this, and then get my phone out to make oh notes, notes. <laughs> from what's going on, and um, which gets a little bit challenging. But uh, there's some really, really good hints and tips in there, um, which can easily be... Very tried. briefly, what's the sort of overview of... What, what is it about? Because oh, it sounds like it's filling up your newsletter list. <laughs> it's around um, how you stop essentially going out trying to find chase clients um and do different activities and just have a different approach to your business so that you've always got people wanting to work with you mm. which is so it's a quite a different shift in mindset of constantly having to try and market and find mm. clients whereas actually they come to you <laughs> okay so just, that's oversubscribed by daniel yeah, Priestley. just as a, a, a tip there so i do exactly the same and i was on stairmaster cross trainers trying to do notes if you get a little piece of software called otter and you voice note in yep. it transcribes it ah. and then you don't fall off or do silly things when trying to write notes that's what perfect. i perfect thank you very this much yeah you can also so otter, otter it's otter.ai and mm. we use it for some of the transcriptions around this show mm. but there's also something else that it works really well it certainly works well with my iphone which is obsidian and it's just to record a note into yep. obsidian um it, obsidian is basically a writing tool mm. and that's quite good and i think there are i think there are lots aren't there mm. there are loads yeah, yeah. But sometimes you just need to write stuff down. Yes. I need to put stuff into a to-do list. I need to actually have them so have it somewhere. Otherwise, it just never happens. You've got two dogs on the lead and going through a puddle. Yeah. You might <laughs> doing on your notes. You might face plant. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is? Let's go on to tools, techniques, and productivity. What is your top tool, technique, or productivity tip? Someone say something. I, no, I, I, will, no, I will go. I will go time blocking yeah um, time blocking i keep coming back to it and especially now with take with everything that's going on and i'm, I'm moving into a next level time blocking is a complete mm. game changer to the point where you know somebody we're talking about sort of interviewing some people i said well okay i'll book out half a day and then do it in half a day rather than an hour here or an hour there so I'm back to the good old tradition of time blocking it just, mm. for me personally it just helps 
And actually, exactly the same. Um, well, that's just I know, so it's really cop boring, out. That's just a real <laughs> cop out, isn't it? Um, I, I said what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is true. You know, I can write lists, I can write post-it notes, but it, it's, it's all got to go into your diary, though. Yeah. Um, and if it's not planned in, then oh, I just fit that in there, or oh yeah, it's fine. I can see them there. Um, and actually, probably what's 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 great on one hand is having the ability for people to book appointments through Calendly but if I don't actually block out my diary to do the work then it's like mm. oh well, when am I actually going to do it then yeah <laughs> so yeah actually, it's really important mm. I, mine is sort of like that but not actually so it's a different approach I've taken and it seems to be working is I have lots and lots of different things to do sort of loads of projects on the go that all sort of feed into a bigger thing that I that I do. I don't, I, if, if anybody ever knows what I do, please tell me. Um, but that actually having half an hour a day where I check in with a project where that's all I do, and I've recently taken on board a, a new tool called ClickUp, which is one that Mikhail Yani recommended when you were off doing something clearly more interesting <laughs> than being on the radio show. Um, it makes it really easy to sort of focus down on what it is that you need to do for that project. Now, clearly in half an hour, there are some things that you are not going to be able to do. You know, like if you've got, if you've got something that says redesign website, it's not, <laughs> you're not going to be able to do that in half an hour. Um, but that there are things and that just checking in every day with where you are on that project and then perhaps scheduling a bigger time block. If you do need to re redesign the website and saying, like, well, OK, I'm going to schedule that in for this yeah, time. Right. But still checking in with everything that you've got to do. Otherwise, what I find happens is you get to the end of the week and like something like, say, the Women in Business Big Show, which is, is quite a big annual sort of event, suddenly like... Oh God! Has so and so is that sorted? Have I booked them in? Has that happened? Has this happened? Has that speaker got back to me? And I've totally lost track of where I am. And then it takes me two hours to to work out where I am again. So regular checking in means your review time is cut right down. The other thing I've been using recently as well, um, alongside the time blocking, it, I can never remember if it's Pomodoro yeah. or uh, Pomodoro. It is, yeah. yeah. So setting setting a countdown of yeah. twenty five minutes on my phone of doing some really focused work otherwise yeah. oh, I'll just have a little look on Facebook or oh what's going on on LinkedIn it's it's just trying to re yeah. remove the distractions noise. yeah it's having that noise yeah. around you um, aeroplane mode and just locking yeah. in yeah. which is great particularly when there's a job on your list which is you just keep putting <laughs> off and keep putting off and you've just got to get yeah. on and do it yeah, like um, so that really helps mm, that does, I, uh, yeah, yeah. So. and I think there's lots of things that, will, that this focus is one of them is an app that you can use yeah, for that and you can big. actually set your set your time on that I think it it's quite difficult when so like me I'm forever taking phone calls people are always ringing and I have to speak to everybody before I book them into anything um I wonder if that's a limiting belief I need to sort out. <laughs> Is this something I won't let go of? Um, but but that you have to really sort of be quite disciplined about that and actually sort of use something like Calendly and be yeah. really sort of quite specific about when you can and can't talk to people. And that took me quite a long time to work out, actually, because I, I was worried if I didn't speak to people, I'd never be able to speak to them again. But do you know, sort of, it happens. If it's meant to happen, it just happens. Where did we get to? We, have we done the top challenge this week? Have we done that already? How do I not know this? No, we haven't done Okay, challenge. Shall we do that then? Yeah. Okay. My top challenge. Yeah. <laughs> what, so what, what's been challenging this week? 
Uh, what's been challenging for me this week? It, to be honest, it has been trying to run my business without connectivity. But on the plus side of that, there are some things that I will change with the time blocking going forward. So mm. what's been a challenge? It is a challenge. I realise I, ha I have to be connected. But what I've learned is not all of the time. So I'm taking that learning and taking mm. that into the time blocking. Have you had a, a key challenge today? Or this week, rather? Just today. You know? Just today. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, I think it's... Um, it's how, how... How are you going to do everything? So it's... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure you've come across that you have just real roller coasters of of your business where actually from one week you're thinking, oh, okay, where's where's that next client going to come from? Or, you know, what do I need to be doing to bring in to bring in more clients? And then two, two three weeks later, if, oh, blimey. How, you don't know how, what how, to do with them all. How are we going to do all of this? <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So it's... Um, and I, ideally, I want to get to a, a, a nice, happy place where it's all it's all nice and smooth, yeah. and you've got this constant feed. But I don't think it's do you ever want to tell like her that. Adele? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be like that. Um, so yeah, so it is a challenge. So you know, we've got some really some really exciting stuff in the pipeline, um, which means I probably need to recruit again if if they come off, which is fantastic. Um, it is also the challenge of getting everything done before I go away. And also, I've got two new starters that are starting the week I'm back from is holiday. Is this two new clients? No, two employees. Ah, oh, two employees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I need to make sure I'm fully set for them, mm. and they've got everything they need, and and are in a good place. Right. Well, you've got a lot on, haven't you? Just a few things, yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's let's think more sort of globally, yeah. if you like. What is your biggest failure? Ooh. It could be ever. It doesn't have to be specifically related to business or this week. Just ever. Ever. Oh, it's how deep do you go with this one, isn't it? It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. But we have only got. <laughs> no, that, we've only got ten minutes left. <laughs> my what? What is perceived? To, what? What I think is potentially a failure is is sometimes me a little bit, um, and I think there's a big, a big dollop of self-doubt in what you do um mm. i i i'm pretty sure that i have i'm not 100 percent, but i'm 99 percent sure i've got adhd and that's only a recent thing mm. um but actually it just makes a lot of things fall into place and make sense and things which i thought was a failure in me actually mm. isn't um which is far too deep and meaningful to be sharing on a live radio show. That's what we do. <laughs> we, we, we lure you in. But actually, I've just got to. I've just got to turn some of those things into positives, and that's all good. So, I don't think it is a failure, but it could be a failure if I let it. So, let's flip it now. What's your superpower? My superpower is, I think, big part of that is my energy and actually creativity. And I quite often describe myself as this excitable puppy in a in a pet shop. And but the way I manage that is having a really good team around me that mm. put put a bit more structure into that and and help me help just bring me down a little bit. <laughs> I like that absolutely. Because when 
again, a lot of women, if we do then decide, yes, we are going to invest and, and get a team around us, it's looking at what we do well and what we don't do well. Exactly. And putting the right team around us to help us when with the things that we don't do well, rather than saying, I failed at that or I can't, you know, I can't do that, is putting that team, because mm. I'm the same, I'll have a great idea and then I'll hand it over to Natalie to complete a finish and put all the processes in once I actually got it out of my head and told her. Yeah. But sometimes uh, women see that then as a failure that you've got someone to help you so it's making sure you you see it exactly yeah. and i think mm. you always i think you typically see see the negatives yeah um always focus on the negatives and mm. actually i'm really proud of what i've achieved mm. and what i'm doing and you know the, the sky's the limit it's um which is really exciting um so what is your biggest achievement uh, I think my biggest achievement has got to be my daughter. She's uh, she's this sassy, <laughs> gobby little ten-year-old. <laughs> we love a sass. We love a bit of sass. <laughs> Going on seventeen, but she's amazing. Um, you know, th- there's other things I'm proud of, but you know, in terms of my biggest achievement, it's definitely her. So, how can we've got a few minutes left, and this is not the end of your grueling. <laughs> <laughs> But um, just so that I don't forget, how can people get hold of you? Um, people can get hold of me in a number of different ways. So they can visit my website, which is peoplepillar.co.uk. Um, they can find me or People Pillar on LinkedIn. Um, same with Facebook. But yeah, probably my website's the starting point. And what's the first stage of working with you? So what's the first thing that, that will happen? Uh, so the first stage is somebody gets in contact and then we arrange a call to find out more about them, what the challenges are, and then I can um, go through how I can help, how we mm. can help. Um, and then we either go through in a bit more detail, talking through a proposal, and then we start working together. It's, it's pretty straightforward mm. um, and is completely bespoke to every client whilst we have the standard types of things that we offer it's it's very much built around what you need at this at that point in time in your business or what you may need in the future as well i'm gonna put you on the spot a bit now what's your if if you could describe your absolutely favorite client who would they be um it would be somebody who is really committed to getting the best out of their staff so putting putting in place whether that's a process whether that's their development focusing on employee engagement but also who wants to grow um yes i think we can we can work with clients that are kind of in that steady state but i think where we can really offer that that next level of support is for for where they want to mm. take whether people want to grow their businesses um we work with quite quite a lot of small businesses, but actually a big chunk of our clients are in the 20 to 40 employee size. Um, we've got a few bigger ones as well. Um, but it's helping them through that journey and starting with them at those early stages so we can then help grow with them. So how do you... I, th- I think it's probably... I say easy um, but you can have a conversation with somebody and you can get a feel for whether they want to grow or not because it will be part of that when when you first have that conversation with somebody though or you first have that initial interaction how do you know whether whether that there's a values meeting here over the commitment to to staff um, or is this just all about profit 
No. I mean, I know that the two things go... To, yeah. They sort of go together, don't they? If, you, if you're sort of thinking holistically in business, you know that looking after your staff and having happy staff and being that sort of boss is going to lead to, to, yeah. to, to growth. But how do you get that feel? Is it, is it just a, is it a gut feeling? Quite often is, if I'm honest. I think we do, um, you know, as part of our discovery call, we ask questions around... Um, kind of the numbers of staff, what they've done so far, so you can kind of get a bit of a feel of what they've already mm. put in place. Um, but yeah, sometimes it is just a bit of a gut feeling. Sometimes you get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes that you know what what you what you see when you when you first meet somebody isn't necessarily mm. what what you get a bit bit later on down the line. Um, and actually, the same could be said for recruitment. That I, I read a brilliant yeah. thing the other day, viewing it like a dating, like a dating <laughs> site, and <laughs> and actually, it's you just you might get those initial really good vibes, We're and all you kiss it, and, yeah. and then it just goes a bit wrong. Um, but you just don't know. You can't. You can put in place things to try and try and stop that happening or get to that point a bit quicker. But you can't get it right 100 percent of the time. It's so I said, then a policy to get them. Yeah, and that's where the HR stuff yes. comes in. Is that you've got those policies in place that so you can do it quickly, safely, cheaply, yeah. so you're not having to pay out a lot of money. Um, and having the and confidence do it to do that, yeah. you know. And mm. for me, that's you can have a policy. Obviously, I worked in HR for a few years. It's then having the brave conversation around the policy. Yes, and that's, that's the hard that's, bit. That's the hard bit. Yeah. It, I know. I always say it's really easy for me to say. Uh, you know, as a HR professional, right, you need, need to go away and do this, this and this and say this, but actually being on the other side of the table and having to do it, yeah. it's really hard. It's, we don't, yeah, like and it'll make you feel sick sometimes it and it's not nice. No. Mm. And I suppose to, to some extent that's where having somebody in HR... Um, who can who can lead that yes. conversation? You can't you can't divorce yourself from no. what's happening, can you? But you can have somebody else who's actually leading that conversation, and and sort of maintains that mm. distance. Yeah. Um, especially if it's somebody who either was a friend or has become a friend. Exactly. And as you grow your business, it it is very, particularly with a really small team. You know a lot about each other, and you spend a lot of time together. And it's really hard then if you've then got to make some tough decisions. Mm. Yeah, and that's actually it's an interesting point because you might start off with a couple of people as a small team, and as your business grows, those people may not be able to grow with your business. Yes, exactly. And that's yeah. a really yeah. again another challenge. You see, my my personal way of dealing with this is is to actually not employ anybody that maybe a friend who I don't like or you know who I like and then just to be horrible to everybody <laughs> it's a strategy it makes, it makes, <laughs> makes it an awful lot easier but, but, but it is when, a, you, when you have to sack them it is a good point that actually some businesses describe themselves as a family and now what, not. But, but what you're are really you not I tell you what absolutely you know when you become the confidant when you've got somebody coming in and going oh I was at Joe last night and he didn't do this and we didn't do that and we didn't go out anywhere you've suddenly actually all the time you're listening to somebody's personal life yeah. it's really difficult isn't it but all the time you're listening to somebody's personal life it's like that's okay that's now three quarters of an hour yeah. out of my eight hour day and I'm paying you for that as well yes. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, it, it's actually really critical isn't it to maintain that relationship it is let's have a let's have a couple of minutes mm. on that actually about how if you you want to employ a friend which is a lovely thing to do isn't it but how what happens if you now need to do something with that friend or somebody you employ becomes a friend where, where there's there's boundary issues there isn't there absolutely and i think it's i think it's about having clear expectations of what you need mm. them to deliver um i think it's 
but there are lines that get blurred and you know and, and Siobhan in my team we, we are good friends but also there's still that that separation and you just have to have respect it respect as well it is um and and it's a two-way thing you know it does go both way but again it comes back to having having in place your policies your contracts and and it is setting out those clear expectations and 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 boundaries i think and as well sticking to them yeah sticking to those mm. and having some just grown-up conversations <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and yeah mm. and telling them sometimes that they shouldn't be doing that or and if they if they then start crossing that line too much, then you're right, it's about that respect. And, and also, yeah. I say to them, but if I do the same, tell me to. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah definitely. And it could be that yeah. you actually have to part ways yeah. and that that may mean the end of the friendship. That's um, a risk. But you just sort of have to accept that. I think one of the things that I've seen where it's caused problems is gossip. Mm. Taking so so where there's you and you're the boss and there's somebody who is in your team and you start actually having that conversation with them so you're sharing things with them that you may not be sharing with the other members of the team that is quite that sort of excludes other people it's diversive isn't it Um, so I think sort of uh, and that's really difficult isn't it because you might actually want to gossip (laughs) Um, you might want to go oh god I've had it with George I don't know what to do it's terrible I keep telling him to do you might want somebody to share with but I think you have to resist sharing it with somebody that's also in the business definitely yeah really important Mm. Uh, it's just wrong on a number of different levels I think Um, Mm. yeah And and again some of the conversations that I've had recently are I just sound like this real doom and gloom of, of many where you've got some directors who are either married or or kind of fr- like best friends or whatever it is it's like well you only really need this in place if it goes wrong <laughs> but which which does sound really just sound awful but it's true but it's you, a hard you, fact of life but, I tell, I, but <laughs> I tell you what I think that's the critical bit where somebody like you comes in I'm impartial it, it's to actually yeah. make it's to force that yes. dif- it's to force that conversation isn't it yeah. it's to say actually well this has sort of got nothing to do with you guys really this is what you know you've asked me in yeah. I'm the HR consultant I'm the person I know what they're doing and this is what you need to do yeah and then, and then that's one of the benefits, I think, of getting somebody like you in because it's taken away all of that, oh, well, is it okay? And, oh, I'm so sorry we have to do this. And that's Definitely. it. You know, I'm really clear. I'm not there to come in and tell them how to run the business. It's um, mm. I'm there to provide the support, mm. provide the advice. And if they choose not to listen to it, that's absolutely fine. But they will ignore it, understanding the risks. Um, mm. And then I'll come in a little bit later and pick up the piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, let's, let's wind this up. So, what is your top tip in your topic? So, HR, you're advising businesses, you're supporting businesses in their employment. What is your top tip over everything that they need to do? Get the basics in place. Um, I think once the basics are in place, you've then... You've, you can then do what you want. Mm. Well, no, you can't do what you want, really. But um, you've got so much... You just take that, that, that hassle away. You don't have to think mm. about it. And then you can focus on running your business, building your team, and doing the things which really add value rather than getting drawn into things which are either quite messy or just just take yeah. up a lot of time. So, yeah, it's, it uh, comes back to the very first thing about being quite boring, but it's really important. Get the basics in place. And what is your top tip for being in business? Ooh. Um, don't try and do everything yourself. Okay. 
I think, thank you. I think, I think we're done, don't you? I, I think, think we've got a show I title think, uh, as I well. Get the basics in place is better than yes. what we have. We'll work that out later. <laughs> I, like that. Yes. I like that. Good flow. We'll work that, we'll work that out. Julia Crawford, um, founder of People, Pill- People Pillar Limited, thank you so much. Um, lovely to have you back in the studio, Adele, Adele Martin. Thank you. Um, what are you doing? Have you, has anything changed since you've been away? Are you still the Menopause Resilience Club? I am. Oh, I still well, that's, a, re- that's, a, that's a relief. Build strong bodies. I'm, I'm Sean Murphy. We will be back with you all next week very shortly. And so thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Tune in next week to the Women in Business radio show for more stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you grow your business. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.